Hey everybody, Zach here from Enrollify. So a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to attend Element 451's Engage Summit, which was a remarkable event that brought innovative higher ed marketing and enrollment leaders together to have in-depth conversations about the future of marketing, recruitment, and retention. The entire event was a true class act, and I had the opportunity to sit down with some of the speakers from the summit for 10 to 15 minute recaps of their sessions. So over the next few weeks, I'm the pod feed, you'll get a behind the scenes listen to some of the greatest hits from this event. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the full presentation slide decks from this event, as well as video recordings of each session. Also, if you are in the market for a new higher ed CRM, I'd strongly recommend you give Element 451 a serious look. One of the things I like to say is that if Slate and HubSpot had a baby, it'd be Element 451. I've never seen an ed tech company innovate so quickly and so intelligently. So be sure to ask the Element 451 team for a demo of how they are incorporating AI into each of their products. When you get that demo, go ahead and request it at element451.com. Be sure to check out BoltBot. It is freaking incredible. I got a sneak peek of it at the Engage Summit, and oh my gosh, the... It's just, it's just unbelievable. You can create comp flows in seconds. It's truly remarkable. So enjoy this mini series. And when you do get a demo of Element, be sure to tell them that Zach and your friends at Enrollify sent you their way. All right, guys, enjoy these session recaps from the Engage Summit. All right, we are live day from the Engage Summit brought to us by our friends at Element D1. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. It's really great and freaky to see you. I know, like in this. person, right? <laughs> Literally in this tiny table. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, for our listeners, this is the first time that they and I have met in person. And we are actually like, you'll, you'll, you'll hear some back net background. Gosh, I've been thinking for like too long today. Zach just did his talk. Right on the big stage, and it was amazing, everyone. Hater to say that, guys. Well, catch the <laughs> recording, and you'll see I'm right. Uh, but yeah, I've been talking too long. Anyways, we are in, we are nestled in this like little attic space above the main stage. So you'll hear some uh, some chatter in the background. We apologize in, in advance, but but day you are talking tomorrow, and I'm excited mm-hmm. for for your talk. And I, I just wanted to hear a little bit about. You can talk about the talk if you want, but it's going to center. I know the talk centers around email and email mm-hmm. conflows. You're like you're like an expert in email. So give us <laughs> give us sort of like the highlights of what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And then just anything else that you want to talk about specifically with respect to email conflows. Sure. Um, all right. So it's it's great you call me an expert in email. I call it I call myself an expert in email, but it's completely self-proclaimed. I who decides who's yeah. an expert in something, right? It's just it's just a topic I've been talking about, thinking about, working on for a very long time. Email in general. And that's why I'm writing a book uh, with my colleague, Ashley Budd, colleague and friend. And um, what I wanted to do this year is to really think about how to make email more emotionally effective. So um, my past work with email and still continues to be really important to me is more functional. It's more, how do you get people to read it? Yeah. How do you get people to open it? How do you yeah. make it the most effective communication possible? 
Um, and then last year and, and this year, I've started kind of really thinking about empathy mm. and how um, these communications and these personal touch points actually give us an opportunity to create connection, mm. an emotional connection that over time, over thoughtful, uh, multiple touch points can become affinity, can become yeah. loyalty. Yeah. So um, the talk that I'm uh, going to be delivering tomorrow afternoon is about how we infuse empathy into our email conflows specifically for enrollment mm. and uh, brings together just a bunch of tools and ideas into just this one how-to framework. Yeah. I, I, I love this. And I think about my own email consumption and some of the, some of like the best leaders, right. That we, we, we know and love like the old V's of the world. Like you, I, I think I always think about Don Draper from Mad Men, right? As like this like exceptional storyteller. Isn't he why we're all in this? Exactly, profession? it's the only reason. Um, <laughs> but but like what what uh, what what it brings to mind is this idea that if you can tell a story very mm -hmm. concisely and and impactfully within the context mm -hmm. of an email, the likelihood of at least me reading is goes way way up, right? Mm -hmm. Most emails are are a little bit more transactional in nature. Mm -hmm. And I think about like some of the newsletters that I subscribe to and I'm like, why am I still reading this email? Mm -hmm. I don't really even care too much about who this person is or what they do. But mm -hmm. I'm like, the way that it's written, it it hits at my emotion more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right. That's what my talk really is. It's kind of striking that balance between... How do you, you know, we need, in our moment especially, like we really do need email to bring people through the funnel, yeah. quote unquote funnel, give them the next steps that they need at the right time. But how do you know that? How mm. do you build that empathy? How do you create that context? And then how do you, on top of that layer, that emotional connection where you still need these emails to be functional, yeah. right? You still yeah. need to move them through this funnel. Yeah. Um, so if you had asked me a year and a half ago, I would tell you email is for action and action alone. Like, mm. Do not waste your time sending anything nice. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, you know, you said this is kind of like an 80, 90% hot take in your talk just now. Like this is my lukewarm hot take at this point. It okay. used to be a hot, hot take okay. last year. Email is for action, right? Because yeah. what it gives us is this just mechanism to put um, the information people need to take an action right in their hand along with a button to take that action, right? Yeah. Great. Super cool, super functional. Um, in a higher ed landscape where a single student might get 5,000 emails, yeah. Yeah. how do you stand out? Mm. Um, yeah. And not just how do you stand out so they take that action in that email, but how do you stand out so they choose your university at the end of this whole thing? And yeah. that's where that emotional connection comes into place. So what folks will see tomorrow if um, they tune in or watch the recording is a kind of like a mesh between building a Comflow for enrollment and then like layering empathy mapping mm. on top of it. So mm. empathy mapping is kind of the foundation of the talk where um, if anyone is listening is familiar with UX and user experience, you know, it's just this tool where you have four quadrants. Quadrants is a really hard word for me. Quadrants. Quadrants. Quadr I always want to say quadrant. Quadrant. Qu like there's an R in there. <laughs> Quarter. I am ESL, everyone. Get me. Um, so quadrants. <laughs> you take these four squares um, and you have thinking, 
doing, seeing, and feeling. And when you put yourself in the mind of your prospective student or whoever your recipient is, and you think about, okay, what, what are the facts they need right now? What are they thinking? What are the questions they have? Where are they seeing this information? Mm. What channels? What context? Is it late? Is it early? What are they doing mm. outside of this? Like what else is happening in their lives? And especially when you think about high school students, like yeah. they have so much going on yeah. between um, just trying to prepare for college, but you know, their sports, their musician shit, like their performances, yeah. studying, their siblings, their parents, all this other stuff that's yeah. happening. Their friends, their relationships, all their firsts, first loves, first <laughs> whatever. And then um, their feelings. Mm. And there's been so much research on this recently um, about how students are feeling through the enrollment process mm. and how actually it's really negative. Mm. Yeah. There's so much anxiety. Yeah. There's so much confusion and overwhelm and fear yeah. and feeling less than. And I like I was reading this and it just clicked. Oh my gosh. So at exactly the moment when these students are so anxious that yeah. they're gonna let everyone down and they're gonna be a failure for the rest of their lives, they get an email from us. It's like, yay! Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. They're yeah. like, no, this actually sucks yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you imagine if you are the one school that's like, this must be really hard for you right now. Yeah. Instead of rah rah, we know yeah. the, you know, we know everything. We know better. You must be so excited. No, yeah. they're not. They're yeah. not. Yeah. So um, I'm going to show folks how you take this idea of an empathy map, layer it on top of the funnel, and then write emails that are going to really feel like you're right there with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, I, I, so many like thoughts and ideas based <laughs> off of what you just shared. But, you know, think about in, in a world, you, you said this maybe, I, th I don't know if we were recording yet, but you were like, you know, this initial idea from the fact that so many conflows at colleges and universities, you study, you mm -hmm. work with your, your clients, mm -hmm. like they're, they're all the same, right? They are all the same. And, and I think like, what you're talking about right here, on the one hand, it's it seems quite basic because you're like, well, yeah, of course you should be meeting people where they're at mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally in the process. But you're right. Like we haven't found a way to integrate that into mm -hmm. how we communicate with people that we're hoping will join our community. Mm -hmm. and, and I wonder, I wonder too, if there's, there's an opportunity to even, I've always thought a really cool, and I don't know how to do this, but you know how like, way back when, right, there would be stories that would be published in, like, a newspaper, and they'd publish, like, one one chapter at a time, right, or one section at a time, and then mm -hmm. you have to wait, like, the next week to figure <laughs> out, like, what happened, Did right? Did TV used to be that way? I guess TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, depending, like, like, I ever newspaper. read a newspaper, and, like, I've never read a newspaper. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I guess I guess some of the streaming platforms do that now, and you have to kind of, like, wait yeah. a whole lot of what's going to happen next yeah. Like how 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 do schools marry like this empathy with with storytelling with mm -hmm. like you, you you can still hit all the touch points that you need to hit mm -hmm. but what does it look like to to almost take a a a a fairy tale approach that sound that sounds so like cliche but like I guess what I'm getting at is if as long as you communicate what it is you right mm -hmm. you've got to tell people when deadlines mm -hmm. are you've got to tell them what to expect you've got of course you have to tell them what it costs you have to tell them why they should go there. But those are pretty basic framing. That's like a pretty basic framing. You have a lot of room to actually figure out like what the freaking room should look like, right? Like how to how to yeah. how to design the email in a way that's compelling, how to write in a way that draws emotion. And is it 
is it just because we're lazy that we don't do it? Or like, it, it shouldn't be that hard. Right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think it's it's just generally folks kind of treat email as an afterthought mm. is what I find. Yeah. Um, it's it's not shiny. It's not cute. It's not social media, yeah. right? It's not... Um, if you hear the ugly duckling, duckling syndrome, yes, you're right. I do. I do feel that sometimes as like emails, number one fan that nobody pays enough attention to yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think part of it is that it's like, we all see it as a functional tool, right? Yeah. We don't see it as a storytelling platform. It's not like a creative channel. Correct. Yeah. Right. And there's so many limitations that cost that right yeah. you can't do what you could do on a website yeah. or social yeah which is exactly why words are the way yeah. right um so i actually i think trying to marry what you just said to like we must deliver these messages i just assigned a comm flow for a client where what what i did was okay in the morning we're gonna send like the fact about the scholarship right yeah. like, we're just gonna send the thing about the scholarship but then six hours later, and I know this is like, oh, my God, two emails in one day. Yes, two emails in one day. <laughs> six hours later, let's send um, a student-narrated story or a student-written email. So to your point about creators, right? Yeah. An email that a student wrote, not you, yeah. about how they, like, how the scholarship helped them. Like, mm. what gaps that, that fulfilled or whatever. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like, a personal statement. Like, okay, in the morning, let's send, like, the, the requirements for a personal statement. Yeah. But in the afternoon, let's send a video or an email written by a student, again, recorded, created by a student, about how they approached their personal mm. statement. Mm. So we were kind of doing both things. I yeah. think people do expect that, okay, tell me what to do thing in their email. Yeah. Um, but, hey, here's a little story to kind of give that some color. Yeah. And I chose to kind of do two separate emails because that repetition and those impressions, like, they do matter. Yeah. And a lot of people are terrified about too many emails. It's true, you should be. But um, when the emails make sense, when there's a strategy behind them, when they trust the sender, they're going to read them, they're going to want them, they're yeah. going to wait for them. Yeah. This is what the book is all about. It's like trust is the foundation. So um, I'm excited. I really hope this client yeah. who shall not be named, tries it because <laughs> yeah. I really want to see like what happens, what happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that second email is just a storytelling way yeah. to talk about the requirement yeah. that we sent in a more functional uh, email. We'll, we'll tell them that, that hey, yeah, tell them if they do do it and they want to come talk about it, if they're willing, we'd love to have them on the show because I'd, I'd <laughs> know what, what I know, happens. me too. Hey, client, you yeah. know who you are. <laughs> uh, you know, I, to, to your point about sending too many emails, I, I was I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. Like why there are certain brands that I'm subscribed to, right? And I, I almost always like delete the email mm -hmm. before I even read it. I'm like, why don't I unsubscribe? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's probably just because I'm lazy. And I was like, no, because I, I do unsubscribe from communications stuff, that I just yeah. really don't care about, right? And it's like, no, no, like I want you to keep emailing me. I see in the subject line, like yeah. what the email is about is yeah. just not what I need right now. Yeah. And so I'm just going to delete it. Like I... I'd spent too much money at, you know, J Crew last month. I'm not going to spend, even though there's a 20% off like site-wide deal or whatever, like I'm not, I'm not going to do that right this <laughs> month. So I just delete it before I even open it, right? Yeah. Or, that's a silly example. But I don't think to your point that we need to be worried and too worried about sending too many emails. People always have the opportunity to unsubscribe. Yes, that's right. right. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you have a lot to say to this mm -hmm. perspective. There's a lot of angles, right, mm -hmm. to offer. There are so many stories. There's just every student at your school has a story that could be told 
to a particular prospective student mm-hmm. via via this channel. And so you should mailing people a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is a lot of these emails are just totally repetitive and the tact isn't different. Yeah. So it's it's boring and it's exhausting yeah. and it's it's lame, yeah. quite frankly. So yeah, the foundation is what is the right thing for this person at this time? Yeah. How do I build a connection? How do I give them what they need to do what they need to do? Yeah. Right. And I, I am the same as you. Like I Uber is a great example. Uber eats. I do not, first of all, I love their emails. They have great emails. They do. They do. They're well designed. Um, well designed, like well written. Like they they honestly they check all my boxes. Um, I don't ever act on an Uber Eats email, like mm. ever, ever. Yeah. Because if I am gonna act, I just open up the app and do the thing there. Yeah. But I haven't unsubscribed yeah. because they're exceptional with their subject lines yeah. and their subject line tells me exactly what's in the email. And every single email I get is just a little reminder that they're still there. Yeah. They love me. They care about me. Yeah. And I see their subject line. I'm like, no, nah, not not right now. Yeah. Thanks. And I don't even need to open it, which yeah. is why subject lines are important, crucial. Yeah. Mm. And the subject lines should be what's in the email and nothing gimmicky, nothing cute. Just what are you telling them? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Right. So we all have that boss that just writes the whole email in the subject line do that but like in six words um so it's it's really not quantity is a non-starter like it's really a non-issue for me it's a non-start it's just not even worth talking about when the foundation is a strategy that's based on us respecting our recipients honoring their inbox and delivering what they need when they need it yeah yeah so so well said when does uh when is the book gonna be oh the book the book um, has a launch date of sometime in 2024. Okay. Um, we, Ashley and I, are really close to finishing the first draft okay. right now. Um, it talks about everything from planning, operations within a team, um, how to write, how to format, how to measure, how to build a workflow, how to staff an email marketing program. So, um, Ashley has been doing a lot of work in email as well, which has been very complimentary to my work in mm. email. So mm. um, Ashley Bud, she's in advancement, brilliant, brilliant person, uh, really focused on campaigns that engage mm. and yeah. then result in dollars raised. I am more like, how do we get people to do things? Yeah. And like, what's the action? How do we write this? Yeah. So together, this book actually is really comprehensive for higher ed. Um, but yeah, we we plan this all out. She's an exceptional project manager. So at some point at the beginning of 2024, there will be an email book. Wow. I, I love it. I'm very excited. You guys <laughs> have an open invitation to come and talk about it when it's all right. um, ready to launch. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, Dave, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for all the work that you're doing. I'm pumped for tomorrow's uh, session. By the time this drops, that session will be over. But mm-hmm. we'll be sure to have it linked in the show notes below. So if you want a link to the session recording and day's slide deck, assuming she makes it available, mm-hmm. it'll be, uh, you'll, you'll have that link in the show notes below. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for your time. All right. Hey, all Zach here from Enrollify. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Enrollify podcast. If you like this episode, do us a huge favor and hit that follow and subscribe button below. Furthermore, if you've got just two minutes to spare, we would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review of this show on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. 
But Enrollify is far more than just a podcast network. Enrollify is where higher ed comes to learn new marketing skills, discover new products and services, and find their next job. We're a growing learning community of 4,000 members, and we'd love to welcome you into the fold. You can access our free blog articles, newsletters, e-courses, and more, or purchase our master course on how to market a university with Terry Flannery at enrollify.org. We look forward to meeting you soon and welcoming you into the community. Again, you can subscribe for free at enrollify.org.